the older I get, the more value I am placing on self-awareness. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Good morning. I hope you're having a wonderful day. It is winter here and snowing and I love it. It's beautiful. One of the things I've, I've been big on lately is self-awareness and figuring out our own strengths and weaknesses. Part of that's because as I build my business, I want to make sure I play on my strengths and shore up my weaknesses so that I can just do better. Like for example, one of my, one of my weaknesses, it's not fun to admit. I actually didn't think it'd be bad that admit it, but as soon as I went to admit it, I kind of like had a little jump in my chest. I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Um, I really suck at finances, like accounting, measuring money, all that stuff, like budgeting, not great at it. And so that's something I hire out. I have an accountant and she does a monthly budget and profit loss statement and all that stuff. And they are really good at putting that together and, and giving me the health check on my business. And so that's something I've had to learn over the years that not just try to do it myself, but hire out. And it's well worth the money I pay to have someone do that. And then I, I mean, I can look, look at a balance sheet and, and get everything and income statement and understand like the health of the business and where it's at and, and how to allocate funds better. But just the, the raw putting it together isn't, I hate it. it drives me nuts. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not people out there that are really good at it. And so th- this, again, that's a business example. And, but I think in our own lives, the closer we are to being self-aware of what we like, what we don't like, what we're good at, what we're bad at, what we innately love to do, what we innately hate to do, the better we can be at advancing our lives. And it's not that we, excuse me, it's not that we avoid the things we hate to do. Some things we just have to do because we have to work, right? But if we can play to our strengths and shore up our weaknesses, it's so much better. So let me give you some examples and hopefully this will help you in your own life to become better self-aware. Now, the first thing you have to understand and recognize is that nobody is immune to self-deception. We all see things as we see them. Now, as you as you become a, an adult, typically that like vision widens out a bit. I remember in high school, literally, I felt like having my eyes opened into people's behavior and my own behavior specifically. And I was like, oh, this is what my mom meant when I had said I had tunnel vision, right? Like when you're kids, you see things one way. And as you learn to interact with others, your, your vision starts to widen more and you see things from other perspectives or even your own perspective from another perspective. And that's like a really cool, sometimes hurtful experience, but that's part of the learning process. But a lot of people, even adults don't realize that they're human and they have certain tendencies that may or may not help them. And the quicker you are realizing those, the, the better off you'll be. So the fir- first step 
is the, well, probably the easiest step is doing online personality tests. Now, I, I put a link to one here that I really, really like. I've been skeptical about online tests uh, for personality for a long time because I took a few and they weren't didn't fully, uh, they weren't very accurate at all. This one is creepy accurate. And so, it, and it has more than like four personalities. Like if you just have four personalities, like, come on, there's more personalities than that with people. But this one has 16 I put a link for it in the details, 16 personalities is what it's called and take it and you'll probably find out it's, it's actually pretty creepy how accurate it is. But as you read through it, you'll be like, oh, that's what I do. That's what I do. But don't just stop at reading that. Go read other ones and see how they're different than you. And that will help you start to shape like a third party perspective of yourself. Okay. Let me give you a couple examples. So one of them is a defender. And a defender is someone that's very good at, at detail-oriented stuff and being consistent at work. So they, they mentioned like nurses are good defenders, right? Now, understand that like when, I say, when, that, when they say like detail-oriented or being consistent over time, they also mean that they're not, they, can't, they have a hard time seeing the bigger picture or being um, able to, I want to be careful on how I say this, being able to function in a vacuum. Okay. So for example, they, if you give them a, a, a specific list of what to do and what not to do, they'll do it to the T and they'll, they'll not get bored. Right. If you gave someone like me, who's a campaigner, who's ADHD, that thing, one, I'd feel like you're micromanaging me. And two, I'd get bored of it really quick and get distracted and do something else, you know? And that, that's just like a specific difference. So as you read that personality test, look at what your strengths and weaknesses are. Look at, and you can cycle through and show like, it'll show parenting styles, work, workplace relationship styles, all, this, all sorts of stuff. But also read other people's and that'll help you get a perspective on what your strengths and weaknesses are. All right. So that's the first thing, take a personality test. And we'll, we'll dive into that in, in a second. But uh, the second thing is to understand that personal growth comes through pain. That's probably the hardest thing to realize is that there's, and this is from coming from Ray Dalio's book, Work and Life Principles. And I really highly suggest reading it, but he goes over and he says that basically we all have our own, we, we all have our self identity and that's really, really precious to us. And we want to protect that because that's who we are. And it's our natural inclination to want to protect the identity we have of ourselves. But as we encounter other people, sometimes people are going to be really real and raw about who we are, our strengths and our weaknesses. And because we want to protect our own identity, our inclination, our natural like tendency is to emphasize the strengths in our minds and minimize the weaknesses. And because the strengths make us feel good and we want to feel good. And the weaknesses make, me feel, make us feel pain and we don't want to feel pain. So we run away from the pain. So that's how we naturally are. And so we're always going to, and this is especially true for men. We're always going to really tune in on the, on the we're, we're going to remember the strengths. And we're going to try to forget the weaknesses very simply because we want to avoid pain. And so if you want to have self growth, especially like your own personality strengths and weaknesses, your own character flaws, then you have to walk through pain and that sucks because 
there's an initial amount of like, oh, that's, is that really me? Does that really hurt? You know, like for example, I'll give you one of my own life that's very personal is I am innately a very judgmental person. I don't know why that is. It's just, that's how I grew up. I remember ever, like ever since I can remember, I always was very judgmental of people's actions and their abilities. And people would tell me that all the time growing up and it would really, really hurt. And I would justify it saying, I'm not judgmental. I'm just critical. Um, I can just see people for who they really are. And this is like when I was a teenager, this is really young. And I remember eventually realizing, I don't know what happened. Um, but well, I think it was a, a series of incidents. One specific where someone quoted me a scripture about, you know, if you see the, the moat, the, in someone else's eye, but don't, you don't see the beam in your own, that like that visualization really hit me. And I was like, maybe I'm not seeing things as close to reality as I think. And I need to rethink my own judgments. And I remember it specifically hurting really bad because I felt like everybody was judging me. And so I started to self-reflect and I started to, to look around at people that just loved other people and try to understand their perspective. I guess people that just weren't judgmental at all. People that gave everybody else the, the, the benefit of the doubt. And I started to see a different perspective in life. And I would catch myself judging or being critical of others. And it hurt because I was like, oh, that's part of me. But I started to round that out. And what's happened over the years is through a lot of prayer and a lot of pain and a lot of like feedback from others is I'm able to, I'm able to turn that into an amazing strength of empathy um, because I can be hypercritical um, not because I don't love the person. It's just because I, that's just one of my things. I can just see, I can read people very, 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 very well. Um, not that I don't make mistakes sometimes, but at the same time, I have a hard time explaining that in a very loving way. So I've hyper-focused for years and years and years on how to make sure people feel loved and cared for and empathized with. And so the combination of those two have made an amazing strength now, but it, it took a lot of personal heartache and pain to learn that skill. And so I, you need to like look in your own lives <clears throat> and figure out what your problem is. So, so one thing with millennials, I'm going to point out, millennials, 90% of you are freaking lazy. So flipping lazy, okay? <clears throat> and this is how this laziness manifests itself. It's not that you're not busy. You're always doing something but you're really lazy, okay? I don't. Which honestly, stay being being lazy because as, as a millennial or as an older millennial myself, I love lazy millennials because that makes me look even better. But this is this is how laziness comes up: is you get highly distracted anytime there's something hard, a hard work, like something hard that has to be done, a personal change or a hard job or something. You go to social media, or you watch YouTube, or you hang out with your friends or you play video games, or you call somebody, or you go do a hobby or something. Like you're very, very good at finding excuses not to do actual hard, hard, hard work. It's not that you're not busy. Again, that's the key thing is you think you're actually doing something, but you're not doing anything. Um, and not, you're actually getting hard work done. I, I've noticed that with millennials. And when you point this out, there's all these excuses. And as soon as you start hearing excuses... As soon as you start giving excuses, you know that then you're, you're trying to protect yourself because you don't want to feel that pain of your own personality flaws. So you got to like swallow your pride 
and more importantly, accept the pain you're going to have to feel and realize that most, a lot of the time, people have your best interest in mind. They're trying to help you and you have a personality flaw and you're, gonna, you're just going to have to get over it. Yeah, that sucks. It's hard. I've been there. But as you learn to get over that flaw, you'll get better. It's, so uh, today I focus a lot on how to focus on your weaknesses. Anyway, so I haven't gone over strengths a lot. And I think it, there, there's value to be talked about in strengths. But weaknesses are what are fatal. Strengths will help us get better. But if we don't recognize the weaknesses and shore those up, then those could be really killer to our career or to our life. So make sure, make sure you self-reflect. Don't be afraid to, go, to walk through that pain. And, and develop those weaknesses so that they're not fatal. They're not something you should really lean into as in that should like try to make those become your strength because that's like it's, it's like trying to make a someone that's five feet tall dunk a basketball. They probably could, but they probably could focus their strengths on something else and it's going to be more valuable for their time. So that's it for today. If you like this, well, one, take the personality test, but two, share it with others, subscribe. Appreciate all you guys do and we'll chat with you later.